Welcome back to another episode of Rhythm Amused with your host, Monique Wilson. If you haven't already, follow the pod on all streaming platforms. And we now have an Instagram, if you haven't noticed already. And if you didn't, shame on you. But we do have a Instagram. It's called Rhythm Amused Pod. We have all of our episodes in there, new and old episodes as well. So I'm going to need you to share that podcast with two people. Rate the podcast on all, pod, on all podcast streaming forums platforms as well (laughs) (laughs) and yeah we're just gonna do it like that so y'all heard him laugh in the background we have another cool guest from new jersey yo yo yes sir new jersey j fly how you doing j fly what's good what's good j fly jersey where it's worth how you doing i'm good man i'm just you know excited to be here how you doing i'm good i'm all right so as y'all know he's from jersey he's been doing music for a minute since 2019 i think well so actually I've been making music, like actually like writing music and stuff since I was 12. So it's been a long, long road. Around 16 is when I started like, because I used to be a dancer when I was young too. Mm, So You look like a dancer. Yeah, I I grew (laughs) up like doing salsa dance and all that kind of stuff and then hip hop and stuff. And when I kind of got like 16, I was in the middle of doing both. And I was like, you know, if I was to blow up in either one, which one do I think would be more successful? You know what I mean? And I just like, if I blow up in music, I feel like that's gonna be the best way to go. And then to be honest, I'm glad I did because that's really where I'm at. So yeah. at 16, you know, I is when I took it serious, started going to the studio, mm-hmm. recording in the studio and stuff like that. But then 2019, like if you look at my Instagram page, that's kind of yeah. like where I started that next level of me. So I wanted to kind of start it there and yeah, you know, this next journey. Did you grow up in a, in, in a <laughs> musically inclined family? Yes, yes and no. I mean, my grandma, always played the piano on my mom's side and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. she was very musically inclined. I, I do have a lot of family on my dad's side that is musically like inclined. They do mm-hmm. something with music. Not much that I've been around in my life because they're a little bit distant family, but my dad's always showed me hip hop, showed me <laughs> rap. My dad loves Snoop Dogg, that's his boy. So I've always been around music in some sort. It's always been a big part, mm-hmm. you know. So when it came to you making music in 2019, how was that for you? Like, how was, like, were you scared? Were you confident? Did you have people with you? Were you just like, fuck it, I'ma just put out there, see where it goes? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've kind of, you know, I've been doing music for so long that you've been on a big journey of, like, where I've been, I've grown, mm-hmm. and where, I've, where I am at now, you know what I mean? I think 2019 was just a time for me where I think that, like, you know, you evolve in stages during your music. And I think 2019 was like, I've been doing music, it wasn't new, so I wasn't like scared, you know what I mean? But I I just kind of knew to myself that at that point I started elevating at a different level. So it's like all the stuff behind it is good, but that's kind of old me. I'm I'm on a different level. So like, since 2019 is when I really started like, I guess just evolving my craft, so. Evolution, Mm. yeah. So what made, do you still dance or did you just like, I mean, but now, now it's like a hobby to you. I, I mean, I mean, it's it's just a hobby, you know. You might see me hit the bachata a little bit if we in the club, you know. I, I might do a little thing. I love, I love it. Like, okay. I'm probably saying it's stupid, but I, I love that merengue, love that. Sounds okay. okay to me. So yeah, like I dance. I'm I'm a dancer, right? If if Jersey Club come on in the, if Jersey Club come on in the club, I'm I'm rocking hips. Yeah. I can't help it. For me not to do so would be. You gotta shake the hips. Gotta shake the hips. Which yeah. comes to your song Brody, which is your new song. Yes. yes. He had a new song out called Brody. That's like a real hip shaker. So yes, yes. I was listening. To it. I was like, okay, okay, like I, I can get jiggy with this. I had to. I had to. So what was the process with that? Because that's like a really good song. So, you know, I've always been a Jersey Club person. Like since it was Baltimore Club, like back with Wu Tang and D Mac and Ooh, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, right. Baltimore. But you know, I heard the way that like Jersey Club has been kind of elevating lately mm-hmm. and people been taking it and want to be doing that now. So mm-hmm. I was just like, let me give it a shot. Like, why not? Because I, I like to be very diverse. And mm-hmm. 
that wasn't the first Jersey Club song I made. But once I started making Jersey Club and showing it to people, they were like, you know, you should kind of be on this route because yeah. you're, you're doing it. So with, with Brody, just like all my songs, the beat has to touch me. You know what I mean? I don't look for a beat for saying, like, I'm in the mood to write this. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to, to how it makes me feel as soon mm -hmm. as I turn it on. And when I heard Brody, there was just some bop about it. Well, it's not called, the beat wasn't called Brody. But when I heard the beat, you know, the beat just made something jump in me. You know what I mean? And I yeah. just, I just sped off with that. Okay. So how do, how long did it take for you to record it and everything? Like, were the lyrics just like there or did you have to like write it out and stuff? Well, so I, so I always, you know, I, I use my note app, love the note app on the phone. Yeah. Um, so I'm always typing and depending on like how good I'm feeling the song, I mean, I can write verses in 10 minutes so i can Same. take a half hour an hour it just depends yeah. on how much work i'm trying to put mm -hmm. into it once i have that down the recording you know it may maybe a session or two the first session mm -hmm. to record second session to mix it do some chops mm -hmm. here and kind of yeah. do stuff but what i've come to realize is the more time you do spend on something though the better you can get it yeah and some people, I feel like nowadays we're all in a rush for instant gratification. So it's like, I want to record something and even though it sounds like decent, put it out. But I'm more about yeah. quality over quantity. It so. has to be like really good. Right, right. I, it's so crazy because I had a talk with that the other day about writing music and everything. Like as much as bad I want to put out because I have a song that I'm trying to put out. Wink, wink. Okay, but, right, um, right, right. You heard it, you heard it. <laughs> but like as much as I want to put it out, it's not ready yet. So I had to like pace myself and be like, no, like I have more work to do with the song. I have to actually make it sound like me. And right. I just want to put out just because I'm rushing it because rushing, it, it does nothing. It, it, it does nothing. And I, and I think that like, there's a lot of rappers that don't get taken seriously because they'll mm -hmm. just put out a lot of stuff. And I don't think you need to be a genius. Like if you listen to current rap music mm -hmm. nowadays, whether it's Drake, Gunna, Gunna anybody, you mm -hmm. can hear their quality of music to where yeah. when you're putting out music, you could say, how good of a quality is mine to what I'm listening to on my iPod? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So taking your time with it is good because your music is you. It's yeah. you are your brand. So, you know, the more work you put on it is how you care about yourself. Yeah. And people will pay attention to that. Like you are, like what mother was saying, you are a billboard. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay attention to that. That's a good quote. So what artists do you look up to um, that made you want to be like, yeah, I want to rap. This is what I want to do. So... Well, I feel like they're two different, like, the artist I look up to isn't necessarily the artist that made me want to rap, right? Because, like, you know, I started when I was 12, so oh. the artist I look up to now wasn't <laughs> even, like, wasn't even hot around there, wasn't even a, a, aware, like, of being around. So, yeah. the song, specifically, that made me want to start rapping was Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice. I promise. I now, why was it that song? <laughs> I, 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 listen, I don't know. I had a day that I remember when I was a kid. Oh. I was riding around with my dad, I think one of my uncles. Huh. He just played that on the radio, and I think it was the first time I heard it, and I just, I heard it and said. Gin and Juice, that's the, that's the one, two, three, to the four. No, 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 Okay, yeah. maybe I, uh, I need to hear Rolling the song. down the street, smoking in, no, sipping on Jan and That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the joke, right? So. I feel so embarrassed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. But I was doing it, I was like, damn, I hope these lyrics right. No, no, I was like, I hope you don't look at me like we're crazy because nah, I'm singing wrong nah, song. Um, so, yeah, so now, I don't know how old you are, but nowadays, what? How do you, how do you think I am? Just by 23. Looking. I love it. I love it. 
Um, no, unfortunately not. I wish I, that was my youthful days. I wish I was there. Youth, okay, all right. 25. Sheesh, no. 26. You'll be, be, be a little bit low there on the spot. I'm low? Yeah. 30. 29. Oh. Okay, I mean, you got you got it. You're around the age. Right? Oh, okay. 29. <laughs> okay. It's the, it's the baby face. It's the it, baby face, Because yeah. when you walked in, I was like, he looks like he in high school. Nah, nah. Listen, when I was younger, that used to be a curse, right? So I, I hated it. That explains but. why you like Snoop Dogg. And that is, wow. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people think that I'm a young bull, so they think I'm like some new kind of kid. I'm like, no, I've been around. Like, yeah. before doing all the melodies and the singing, which brings me to my point of, you know, who my artist is, mm -hmm. I was listening to Wu-Tang Clan and old Eminem and Busta Rhymes and stuff. Like, I yeah. wanted to be the best lyrical rapper. That's, at first, that was my goal. Like, I was rapping fast, rapping complicated, but then mm. once my boy Drizzy Drake came on the scene, I ain't gonna lie, he kind of changed the game. And I feel like a lot mm. of people be hating on him, or at least used to back in the day. Yeah. I mean, now he, he, he Drizzy. Yeah, he, he Drake, like, what? But whatever. <laughs> I just, like, knew that, like, th there is, like, some kind of singer in me, too, so... I would say that to answer your other question, mm -hmm. that is the artist like I guess that kind of looked up to the most was because he was open in so many lanes of stuff you could do. You kind of sound like him, just like a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's Drizzy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, nah, nah. Listen, but yeah, so you know, I think the singing and the rapping thing was definitely where I was made to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, so have you started performing anywhere lately with the with the new song out and stuff, or are you um, now looking for venues? I'm definitely looking for some venues right now. I performed probably two handfuls of times in my life around Philly and once in New York. I performed at Roar Nightclub twice. You performed at Roar? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So so That's I used so cool. I used to work there for like a long ass time. Really? Yeah. Love all my people. Shout out Roar, best club. In I Philly. love Roar. Best my club God. in Philly. That's my club. It's lit. Nah, they, they really get litty in there. They, they really do. Get. I just went there Halloween weekend. Like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. You was there Halloween weekend? Yeah. Was you there on Saturday? Yes. When like 800 people was in there yes. and you couldn't move? Yeah, I was there. I was dressed up as Katana. I, I, were you? Yeah. I couldn't even move. I was I was flying a fan around and stuff. Like, I, I was near the stage. Yeah, I was I was, I was was standing on the stairs right next to the DJ. I you probably, were? Yeah. That was you? Yeah, was my Oh, my boy. God, hi. Shout out, shout out DJ Illmatic. One of the hottest. He was good. I kind of underestimated him. I told my homegirl, like, girl, like, what? did you see the music that's on his Instagram? Like, I don't think I'm going to go. Shout out to Janae. Yeah. She was like, bitch, we're still going. I was like, all right, whatever. I underestimated him. Yo, never, never. No, Illmatic. <laughs> Illmatic be in the city. That's my that's my boy right there, Illmatic. <laughs> Listen, nah, that, that drone was hot, but, like, I had to, I had to be at the DJ booth because I couldn't move. Like, I yeah. could not move out in the crowd. So I was just like. Yeah, recommend. it was a bunch of us. I was like, I need some air. Listen. Was, I'm glad I was Katana because I was waving that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah right, like, right, right. I, I didn't think they were going to have a turnout like that, but Me they neither. show out. They did good. That's, that's they I did. lost my nose ring. Anyway. Damn, right, right. Back, back to the topic. <laughs> but you said that you performed at Roar and everything. Mm -hmm. How was performing at Roar for you? So, story behind that. So, the first time I performed at Roar, was actually kind of like an accident. It wasn't like planned. I, you know, was talking to my good friends, the Armitani brothers. If you mm -hmm. don't know about them, check them out on Instagram. Three brothers at DJ. And I had showed them one of my first songs called Pull Up. That was mm -hmm. one of the first songs I uploaded on I, on Apple Music and stuff. In 2019. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were really banging with it and they said they were going to play it and show love. So I was, I was bar backing at the time. He's like, all right, cool. So later during the middle of the night, like, you know, I didn't have permission from my manager. And you kind of got to have permission to do that in the middle of your, your shift. You know what yeah. I mean? 
but I just didn't want to bother him with it. So the DJ, one of the Armentani brothers, George, was like, yeah, I talked to him. You're good. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh. <laughs> okay. But literally, I know he never talked to him. So so he, so he tricked me. He he on the drone. He like, yo, come airdrop me your song to the laptop because I lost it. I'm like, all right. But he's tricking me, mind you. Walk up to the laptop, give him the song. I'm about to walk away, get back to work. He like, don't go nowhere. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, right, right. I, I don't know what's going on. Right, where am I going? So then I'm like, I'm like, he's like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna stay there. He, I like turn my head because I'm like looking for my bosses, not trying to get in trouble. Yeah. He's like, yo, don't go nowhere. I'm like, bro, I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. He gonna stop the music. Yo, we got a very special song for y'all tonight. One of Roar's own, Jay Fly, wow. turns, hands me the mic. I, the spotlight on us. I see the camera in front of me rolling, and at you, that at that you, moment, at that like. at that moment, it was like, is this is this what I want to do? For, is this is this really my dream, or is it not? Like, even yeah. if I get fired, this is that moment where you got to prove yourself. Yeah. And I didn't OD. I didn't go stand on top of the chairs and whatever, no. but I performed it. Yeah. And How was that? Did the people like it? People loved it because a lot of people didn't even know I really did music. Yeah. So, a lot of people at that point kind of like. You know, it was like, damn, I didn't even know you did music, bro. That that drone was hot. That is crazy. And then, like, you know, I had met one of my bulls, Fresh, uh, Fresco. And he was like, yo, that drone was fire, but some people kind of mad. And I was like, dang, I kind of expected that. Later, talking with my other friend, she's like, nah, I heard from the top, you good. And, you know, they, they weren't mad at me. And they kind of just, you know what I mean? I guess because I wasn't ass. I don't yeah. know. They were like, they were like, okay, cool. Um, later, when I actually really did perform at Roar was when... They were having a night where Joseph Sakura, Tommy from Power. I don't know if you watch Power. I don't. I don't watch it, but I just kind of. <laughs> um, he was coming to Roar and he was having an event, and I met with one of the event mans, uh, the guy who's running the event, and he was like, "Yo, you know, you're cool. I'll give you a song for free. If you want to pay for other songs, you can pay for other songs." So I ended up doing three songs, um, and that's on my Instagram. If you go like watch that, you can mm -hmm. see that. Blew that John out the water. For I was first up too, and being first up is hard because you either gotta you gotta set the bar. You gotta set the bar. Mm -hmm. You gotta make it or break it, man. You gotta make it or break it, right? So and you know like, either sometimes it's good to not go first because you can see what other people are bringing. Yeah. But when you are going first, you especially have to like. Yeah, do your thing. you gotta set that bar. Right. So, I just went hard. I put my all into it, and Joseph was was late, so he wasn't even there to see it. So I'm like, damn, like the main person I want to see it ain't here, but. Fuck it, I'ma still do my thing. When he does get there, Buck215, he's a comedian in Philadelphia. I just hear him, he was hosting the event. I hear him calling me on stage. You're like, yo, Jay, they, they calling you back on stage. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, they calling me back on stage? And he was like, yo, where the bull from Jersey at? Time to come back off stage. He brings us in front of everybody on the stage, brings us up into the middle with the bull from power and mm -hmm. says, yo, I just gotta tell you, Tommy, like, you just missed one of the craziest performances I ever seen bro like this rapper is something different and I don't know I just feel like I had to like just make the connection you feel me and I didn't know what to ask him I don't watch the show so yeah. I don't, like I, hey oh my god I know you like yeah that. right I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> gonna fanboy over the boy you feel me but it, it was cool to I guess the whole interaction itself it just yeah. kind, of, kind of felt like God it just felt like something that was like meant to happen so yeah. um that time definitely was like a whole experience for what sure what happened like did it blow up um, nah, nah. I mean, I didn't really know what to ask him. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. like, I'm shaking your hand, but like, what am I supposed to talk to you about? Like, how'd you get started on power? Like, how did that? Happen? Yeah, yeah. But we on we on stage. You just, you know, yeah. what I mean, it's like quick talk. Um, 
so you know he was just like if you post a picture with me or whatever you know you post your little video i'll you know i'll repost it or whatever which i think he did the worst part about it though was my boy alex kid and Taj from instagram great videographer was recording my whole performance so i had everything in hd yes then his hard drive ended up going out so i lost all that footage yeah. So it was nowhere to be found. Nah, like, like, like I, I have like a reel of it from like cell phone video. But that's no. No, 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 no. no. But, but that HD content. That is, HD is what matters. Is, it's down in the abyss. Let's go. Let's go. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So you you had to be there. I mean, you had to really be there to experience it. You just it. had to be there. That's just that's just what it comes down to. Well, that's cool though. So sometimes memories are are good. You know what I mean? Because the people who were there were people that were supporting me and showing love. So. Is yeah. it, we all made a good memory together. I'm with yeah. That. So did you end up leaving more or did you get fired? <laughs> I never got fired. <laughs> I, I, nah, like, nah, I usually, I think I've only been ever fired from like one or two jobs in my whole life. I'm usually someone where like, I'm going to leave, but I always leave for like a reason, like I have a better opportunity mm-hmm. or, you know, one thing I don't deal with is like disrespect from like higher ups mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't play that. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. So anyway. I like that. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Exactly. It don't matter how much money you make, we all you gonna talk to me with some respect but yeah no no i left roar just for like a better opportunity that was fitting my life at the time but they've never treated me bad always show me love mike avery the gm like he has always just show support and stuff like there so I, that's why i say i love roar is definitely one of the places that so it's a it's a place in your heart it's just, it's just family that's it's nice just comfort. so earlier we talked about evolution and music and everything and within your music and with your artistry right. so as far as because we all have to elevate just as humans right. and stuff like that. So when did you start fully being being the person that you're meant to be or tapping into that mindset of like, all right, I got to do something to be the person that I want to be? And what was that transformation like for you? So, like I said, I guess like at 16, I knew that like music was kind of like meant for me. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, I don't think it was really within like the last couple of years that I really felt like just growing more mature going through life experiences and stuff that i was able to articulate my lyrics and stuff in a way that i think people could connect to um i definitely think there's one specific time where somebody said something to me that made me kind of make the switch to making more music instead of like just raps like actually making songs and this guy said to me we're in the studio one time he's just like one of the producers boys he's just like yo let me ask you a question. Why do you rap like you trying to prove something? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're 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 a nice rapper, bro. You got the bars. You can spit it. You can go fast. You can go slow. Like, like you can do all that. But like, you sound like you're trying to prove something. Like you're already nice now. So now it's like, why don't you just be nice and just make songs, make music, instead of trying to like, I guess in a way it's like I was trying to be the best like lyricist ever. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? But like, more people gonna connect to just so- songs too. It's not just about proving you're the best. Mm. So at that point, that kind of really changed my whole direction of like, let me just start making stuff I like to make and bringing my skill into that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've been doing that for a while, but like I said, definitely within the last couple of years, especially when I started working with like Loud House Studio, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I guess I just started like tuning into who I was a little bit more and just really trying to become Mm J-Fly, you know what I mean? Now without J-Fly and just you, without the artist being attached to it, what made you want to make that switch? Because you told me the other names that you go by, you go by, you know. Uh, uh, Jay, Fly, yeah. or like, 
you know, okay. rarely people call me John, you know what I mean? Like, only yeah. my superiors are calling me that. I haven't, sometimes I be forgetting that's my name. Like, I be going by James so much lately. Yeah. And that's the thing, to be honest, like, I don't think there, I think J-Fly is me. Like, oh, like, okay. like, I think, I'm interested in a lot of different things in life, mm -hmm. and if the music never worked out, like, I'm sure that I could find some other avenue that I would find interesting. Mm -hmm. But when I really close my eyes and think about it, there is no other avenue. Like, mm -hmm. I put in this work, I understand music a lot, I'm, already deaf that's not fully deaf as you can tell but i do have a a, a big amount of hearing loss so oh, no. i've pushed through that to do this music thing i've faced the obstacles and faced the doubt faced the people that said they were there and were never there like i pushed all through that between just me and god to say like god put this on my heart if this is really what i'm meant to do and if it's not i'll change it okay and it's never left like it's just me i this music thing is everything so we're gonna switch a little bit how's your How's your, because you mentioned God and everything. I love that a lot. So how is your relationship? I don't know. Are you a Christian? I'm or? a Christian. Okay. Yeah. So how is, how has that influenced your music? Because you, I say that because <clears throat> in the music industry, you can get lost. Right. Very easily. Right. If you, I, And again, I was just talking about this the other day. You can get lost in the music industry very quickly, depending on who you're with or depending on who you sign with or, or just who you are and stuff like that. So how do you manage to keep close to God even if you are doing music? So, and, and that's crazy because I actually just was working on two different Christian songs I was working on. Oh my gosh. And, and. We getting a tea. I said, and, and, and one of the, in the last part of the song on the one song I made called Grace, mm -hmm. I said, now I'm not trying to say be perfect. Can't give that advice still trying to balance being a rapper and Christian at life. Mm. I just know that living without you is a different vibe. And to say that I'm not with you would just be, to say that I don't need you is just living a lie. So mm. basically what I'm saying is like, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna act like here and say, I'm some saint because I'm a Christian. Like mm. I mess up, I'm still struggling on being who I want and making the music I want and having the ideas I want, but, it, but God doesn't look at perfection. He, he wants to see that we're, we're going to them in the ways that we're going to them. Um, so for me, it's like, you know, I don't know if I'll ever sit, become a Christian rapper per se, mm -hmm. but if I could provide my, like I said, my music is me, it's my life. So mm -hmm. if I'm providing my life, then I gotta talk about God. Yeah. He gave me this gift to do music and yeah. he's definitely an influence in my life. So yeah. to not speak on that, like I said in the song, would be living mm -hmm. a lie. And, and I guess I kind of just hope that, you know, for the people who aren't at the level of like kind of like trying to be with God and stuff, you know, maybe they wouldn't go listen to Christian music where maybe me and you might, or, you know, whatever, God music, they might, we mm -hmm. might listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, I love Jumbled Up. Yeah. But I kind of hope that, you know, if I have an album that's like regular music and then I'm gonna have two different songs in there that's talking about God, mm -hmm. the beat and everything gonna be so hot that you're not even realizing until it's too late what you're listening to. And yeah. by that point you hooked. Yeah. So I'm hoping that maybe I could be a little stepping stone towards a certain direction. Yeah. If not, if not, but I don't, you know, I don't do it for any specific reason. I do it because I love it. Like yeah. that's that's a fact. Because modern Christian music, like the beat, be so hot. I be like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I just heard like, I just heard Jersey Club Christian songs yeah. the other day. I was like, what? That's this a is thing. Hot. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I can him shake and praise the yes, Lord. Yes, yes. I, I can him shake and praise the Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the artist's name was, but no, it, it was it was going crazy, and that's why I'm saying I think. I think this idea of, I think people, you know, not to get on the like straight religious talk, but I no, think I, I think that people 
don't want to watch church or go to church. I think people don't want to get close to him because I think they have a misunderstanding of what their life's going to be like if they yeah. do go to him. They're like, oh, I can't be me at all anymore. I got to no. switch to some perfect person. And You're not perfect. Right. And, and, what, and once you talk to him and hear his word and get close to him and see that like how he loves you for who you are, it's just so much simpler to like yeah. kind of realize, you know what I mean? It, it, like it doesn't conflict as much with me. So it's like with me, it's like I don't think God's going to shame me because I still want to make regular music that mm -hmm. I want to make. But he knows my heart and he knows that even when I make regular music, a lot of my songs, I probably say something about God in it. Yeah. It might not be like the most Christian way of saying it, but like, you know, I always say something about God yeah. because. But some people, they may be like, Oh, God knows my heart and still continue to do what they're doing and not willing to change and things of that nature. So it's kind of like a double, not a double-edged sword, but it's kind of like, kind of like what you said. Just like, you're you're still living your life, but still trying to get close to God. But then people will, will take it as like, oh, God loves me who I am and then still continue to do what they're doing without no intentions right. of changing. So do you plan on working with, uh, with any other Christian artists or are you just now kind of like dipping your foot into Christian music? I mean, I, so I guess this kind of brings me to like where, what my main goal as a musician mm -hmm. is, I guess as an artist, which I want to be the most diverse artist there is. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, even with boys I used to chill with, they used to have this closed mindset of like, well, you got to stick with a lane. And then when you get to that lane, you can maybe branch out at some no. point and do whatever. And it's like, no, like I want J Fly to be a household name. I don't care if it's country. I don't care if it's a metal song. I don't care if it's. Spanish, EDM. EDM, I don't care because, you know, as humbly as possible, I have what it takes to rap on all those things. Mm -hmm. Like, I want every album I drop, you never to expect anything. Mm -hmm. Like, Drake used to make different stuff, but I will say that, like, now is he's at a point where he's kind of made so much that it's like, he kind of can just do whatever. So, like, <laughs> when, when you've been hearing the last couple of Drake albums, they're kind of like, all right, like, like they're hot, cool. but I, I kind of expected this from you. Yeah, I'm trying to be at a point where you're about to download my album and you're like, I have no idea yeah. what's about to be on this track, what about to be on this. So speaking of Drake, how you feel about his new album for all the dogs? <sighs> <laughs> um, the, the deep sigh. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, I, I think, I don't think Drake really ever makes a bad song, personally. I just think there's definitely songs that I don't like as much as other songs. I'm not saying it's like, like I'm never going to say it, like this song is terrible. Mm -hmm. I just think I don't like it as much. And I definitely think he's getting comfortable now. I mean, there was a point with like Lil Wayne too, where there's a point with mm -hmm. all, all artists where they get to a certain level of like fame and success yeah. that it's like, why do I really have to try to prove myself anymore? Yeah. So I think Drake's just kind of at that stage now. Yeah. I, I think he has it still better than a lot of regular artists. So it's like, he knows mm -hmm. that like I can, do whatever I want. He can and, do whatever. Um, like I know people were was saying like a lot of people were saying I want the old Drake back like take care of Drake and everything. And Drake's from if you're reading this is too late like like back then and I'm just like but 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 I saw so I saw an interview where he talked about that and he said and, and I agree with him. He's like y'all want me to go back because y'all want me mm -hmm. to recreate the feeling y'all felt when you were listening to that album. The, the the time in your life that you were going through when that album came out and what it attached it you comes to, to the rose type right. of But he's like I can't, you know, he's like I can't yeah. I can't do that though. I can't bring time back to where we were cuz we grow and we're different people. So the person I am now is not the person back I was when I make take care. Back to evolution. Back to evolution. Right. It all goes back to evolution. Right, right. right. I haven't listened to his album. It's, I have it. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, sexy. Let's talk about sexy red. Listen. Uh, I didn't expect much from her. 
on that track, but I definitely expected more than that because I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even had her on the track. Like, like he could have did it. Who was who else was? Uh, I don't know. Don't ask. Don't I think ask I want to say it was SZA on the track. It I was it was so. him, SZA, and Sexy Red. Like he could just had him and SZA. He ain't need Sexy Red. That was no point of having him. I feel like that was a good twist though. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I also don't think he should have did a whole album with Twenty One Savage. I think Twenty One Savage is yeah, not. Yeah, what that was that was what album was that called? But I. Uh, <sighs> um, I don't fucking know. I don't know, but that that was a good album though. I, I'm not saying it was a bad. Like I said, I don't think he puts out anything bad. I'm not yeah. saying it was a bad album. I just don't think Twenty One Savage is an artist diverse enough with his lyrics and different stuff that like I would do a whole twenty songs with him. Twenty One Savage is getting better though. I mean, I liked him from the rip. I mean, it's, when he came out with Young Savage, why you trapping so hard? That that listen, trapping so that's my joy. <laughs> that's my joy. Like I always liked him. I don't think he's terrible. I just you know if I'm gonna do an album with somebody, I'd rather yeah. do an album with somebody who has diversity like me so we can make a whole different type of song i think it would have been really nice if him lil wayne and Nicki minaj did like a whole album together that would have been really really i think people would like that a lot of people would because it'll bring back to like ymc and b type of days like oh my god are we really going back in time the the only people we all know really mattered out of that out of ymcmb i mean you have your others but you know Nikki, Drake, Lil Wayne. Like the big three. The big three. <laughs> the, the big, big three. three. The big bosses. But that would have been really nice. Have you ever thought about doing R&B music? I mean, I guess I, technically I have. I mean, so I only have like at the moment six songs like mm-hmm. up on iTunes, Apple and, and Spotify. I'm trying to add more, you know, life be like life be life in. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. It's okay. But, you know, I'm working on some EPs right now that I'm about to post just from, from like at home called like the home series and I actually do do a lot of R&B music a lot of the music I have like I literally have probably two albums worth of songs that are either like halfway finished or like almost mixed enough to be finished where I have a bunch of R&B songs I just don't think I have them out actually the video that's dropping today on Instagram Yay. was a preview for a song called View oh. and I would say that's an R&B song 100% like so. you singing on it yeah, 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 yeah 100% yeah yeah 100% Okay. Hundred percent. So how? What's your voice range like? Can you falsetto? Like, what's what's going on? So like, I'm not gonna say. You know, I'm not gonna claim to be like a singer, singer, right? Like, yeah. like Chris Brown and me. Obviously, we only. But you can hear like a couple like. I, yeah, yeah, I can. I mean, like, I definitely use like auto tune and stuff like that. But I'm I'm not relying so much on the auto tune. It just mm. helps me because I'm not a natural singer. You know what I mean? I think people have that. People I was have just that. Say, how do you feel about auto tune? So, so <laughs> to me, he set up for this. Right, right, right. Now, nah, nah, we gotta talk about this because <laughs> because I'm tired of people. There be some people who say like you don't need auto tune, but then all the rappers they listen to use auto tune. Gunna, Young Thug, uh, Kodak Black, everybody like they all using auto tune. And yeah. I think what people have to understand is like what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So like auto tune is like made to auto tune your voice, right? So yeah. if you could sing and you were a natural singer, let's say that there's notes that you're missing because your voice is off. Mm-hmm. Auto tune is really meant to hit those notes that you're missing. It almost like takes your your voice and carries it up to where it needs to be. The whole like sounding like T Pain thing that's a that's an option. You yeah. can have auto tune correct your notes and not yeah. sound 
like you know like a robot at all mm -hmm. but how high you turn that up is what well, that depends now for instance like t-pain has a perfect voice for it he's yeah. the grandfather of that so he's he can do great. what he wants he can do what he wants but that's he, what he was made for like. but he can also his voice sounds pretty good off of that it does have you heard that like yes, uh, yes. buy you a drink when he was singing a lot yeah i was yeah. like oh my gosh he sounds beautiful <laughs> right right so so i think so i think it's kind of the same thing with me like you know I definitely have times where I'm like, yo, turn that auto tune down. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to sound too robotic. I, yeah. I'm trying to use it how I need it. Yeah. But my voice also carries on auto tune a certain good way where I'm like, cool. Like a perfect mix. Right. Now you could be like Little Wayne with auto tune. Like, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> and, and, and the reason that's happened is because his jaws turn all the way up, and he's switching notes when he's he's not keeping a note. So mm -hmm. like, it's auto tune is trying to catch it, and it's yeah. not like I'm little I. Yeah. yeah. But it's that's what makes his sound no 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 no. It, it's him and that's yeah. that's fine but that's why i think when people talk about auto-tune i think they just kind of categorize it as in you sound like t-pain i think yeah. people need to understand that it's the way that that rapper's producer is making it mixed yeah and how much of that they want on it so i can't use much of auto-tune because i'll sound robotic i mean my voice sounds good on the raw right so when we use a much when we use auto-tune we gotta like tweak it like just a little like bit like decibel by decibel yeah, so, so that drawing like because it sounds good but if i don't want to sound too robotic <laughs> right right and I, and I don't like to either um but i mean i guess it's kind of like you know my voice is okay like mm -hmm. you know my voice is okay i probably have like a deeper voice i don't really hit like high notes too yeah. much um but it sounds okay without it i definitely just wouldn't want to like go up somewhere with a mic and just start singing by myself with no like, i understand yeah <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me i, I ain't doing that that ain't, ain't me that's that ain't, that ain't me so do you plan on putting out an album soon and if so what artist would you like to have on the album so i think so one thing i've like kind of held to myself that i've kind of like made a mistake on and kind of like mm -hmm. not a mistake but like just been bad on my word is like i think i've been talking about dropping an album for like a long time how long <laughs> like 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 a, a very long time probably at least for like the last year but mm. you know life like i said life be life and so it's like you know i'll have that plan to do that and something's always like kind of came up where whether it be family stuff or financial stuff stuff that like you know just prevented you from prevented me mm -hmm. from completing what i started but lately i've been like recording at home a lot more and kind of have yeah. things in my own hands a little bit more so not an album but i am definitely currently working on getting these home home session volumes mm -hmm. That's, i don't know what i'm gonna call it yet like home session or something but these little eps with songs that i'm recording at home and then like you know if i'm gonna do like an album album i'm gonna wait till i like go to the studio like okay. the actual studio, but my home stuff's okay for now where I feel like I could definitely put out some EPs. Do you like a home studio or do you prefer to be like in the studio to do it? Or or, or just like I I prefer to be in the studio but more because I'm with somebody who knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Like yes I mix. Like yes I know how to mix. I'm not stupid. I can watch videos and pick up stuff pretty easy. Yeah. But still, there's a reason you're paying somebody. You're paying yeah. somebody, you know, just like if he made a beat and wanted to he probably wouldn't rap on it. He'd probably pay an artist to rap on it because they're better at what they do. Yeah. Um, so I do like the studio more, but one thing I've been kind of learning in life lately is to not complain about the stuff I don't have and start utilizing things that I do. Be grateful. Right, right, right. And and saying that, like, you know, I can complain about not doing what I want to do because I don't have this, this, or that, but I do have things enough to start doing this, this, and this. Yeah. So, you know, I believe that miracles, like, divine intervention slash miracles whatever you want to call it they don't happen without human participation mm. 
Like, listen, mm. listen, to what I'm saying, y'all. For y'all, yeah. I'm about to say that. I'm about to say that. Listen, what I'm saying. Listen, 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 listen. Y'all not hearing them. Listen, nigga. <laughs> Miracles slash divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like when something crazy happens in your life, yeah. it's not just happening because it's happening. It's because you are also doing the works. Work faith without works is, is what dead. is dead. It's dead. Right. It's dead. So so, <laughs> even though I have this natural, I would say, gift to do music and be creative, God's not just gonna give that to me because I'm good. And even though He gave me the skill, I gotta work for it. You right. So, I've been trying to change my mindset and not let the stuff that's been happening in life stop me from achieving what I know he has for me. Mm-hmm. So doing the home stuff, no matter if it's whatever, at least I'm work, working on it, making content, getting my songs out there, letting people listen to me. And it'll it'll elevate when it elevates. Due time yeah. is due time. Um, so, you know, I just that's been my biggest thing. It's just like, you have headphones, you got a mic, you got a laptop. You can't mix it perfectly, but you can mix it good enough. So why are you not putting out stuff? And mm. and that's my mindset. Now it's, just, now it's coming. EP coming, singles coming. All that's coming. All all that's coming. So yeah. you know, just the people that are gonna stay tuned, stay tuned. Yes. Anything else you want to say to the the, the the floor is yours now. Um, anything else you want to say to the peoples? Yeah. So you know, if you haven't seen the last music video, Brody, go check that out right now. Filmed by my boy Kid and Taj. It's that a hip fire. shaker. It's a hip shaker. You gotta go crazy. <laughs> you know, if you haven't gone through my Instagram to see different clips of the music I do have on there, or previews of, definitely go through. You can listen to stuff while you're waiting for the EP. You know, EP is coming soon. The single's coming soon. Mm. New new content about to be coming all the time. So just check out for me, Jay Fly. I appreciate of course. you for having me on this great podcast. This is my first podcast ever, by Ooh, the way. Yes, great you, podcast. You, we killed you, it. You broke that podcast, Sherry. So you thank know, I, you. I, I, I love this experience. And I just also wish you the best on your podcast. Thank journeys, you. Sure. Thank you so much for coming on. Once again, guys, it was another beautiful episode of Rhythm and Muse Pod every Thursday. And we'll see you guys next time. Yes, Goodbye. Sir, Bye. <laughs>